0: The following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 969 FM.
1: Good morning. Welcome to a beautiful weekend. It's Saturday morning. I'm Andy Brownell, along with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Good morning, Robin
2: good morning
1: i bet you're enjoying this weather compared to oh. what you heard <laughs> last weekend
2: oh first of all the weekend <laughs> in austin and i kept telling to people you people are crazy i'll take the minnesota winters any day and then i came home to 198 or whatever we had two days in a row yes so but yeah this is good this is perfect weather and i'll tell you what even when it was so warm, I took advantage of it because I just stayed outside later than I would normally, you know, yeah. in the pool. So it was good.
1: Yeah, my thermometer on the deck at my house hit 103; was the highest it hit.
2: Wow, that's pretty yeah. high, though, isn't well, it?
1: It was yeah.
2: considering <laughs> considering just like I don't know what was it ten days ago? They were talking about it on the news. We haven't even hit 90 officially at the airport this year.
1: Well, you know what?
2: Now we have. I
1: was Check just thankful. It off. Last Check that week, box. last weekend for my daughter's wedding, which was on a scenic outlook along Lake Superior, it did not get as hot as predicted, and there was a nice breeze, so it was oh, actually good. really nice.
2: Oh, that's awesome! We were that's
1: prepared awesome. for the worst, and it was. And oh, it was
2: beautiful. Yeah, good. that's awesome. That always helps when you have a wedding to have the the weather um, to you know work with you instead it was, of against you.
1: It was still very warm for Duluth standards.
2: Yeah. I believe it. Yeah, the whole darn country. Nobody can escape it.
1: One of those summers. We have them hot, every once hot, in hot. a while.
2: Hot, hot, hot.
1: And you were in the center of it all, Austin, Texas. Oh That's about God. as hot as it gets.
2: I, I don't even get it. I'm like, okay. I've heard all the, oh, it's best place to live. You can have it. Yeah. Well,
1: one woman from the, at the wedding from the other side of the family was um, South Carolina. And so I was talking about, you know, well, Minnesotans complain about humidity and, and she's actually from North Dakota, but lives there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we don't have humidity here, really. No. Not compared to what is going on in the southeast United States.
2: Exactly, exactly. No, we can't complain. It's a pretty doggone place to live. And, yep. and uh, now we just need more houses so more people can live here. Yes. The ones that do live here can move from their apartments to their houses. But the good news is is that new construction in continues to rise. I mean, right now, new construction inventory is making up a record share of inventory. Now, that's on, nation, on the nation. You know, nationwide scale. So that's good. That means people are out there building houses. And the National Association of Realtors actually predicts that new home sales will rise by 12.5% this year and then another 13.9%, so almost 14% more in 2024.
1: And I think helping that along, I think the building materials costs have return to a bit more normal because I had to buy some and I was pleasantly surprised. It was a little bit less expensive than I expected.
2: Yep. nope, that's absolutely true. And then I think um, the other thing is it's just that the builders have had to decide, well, we're going to have to cut our profit margin if we're going to get back into the business, you know, if we're going to get things moving, because if people have to pay more for the land and more for the materials, something has to give. So we're going to have to take less so we have seen builders offering incentives like down payment assistance or uh, closing cost assistance and that is just not something we had seen in the recent market so these are all good things
1: it is and uh, that's one thing i'm really looking forward to is seeing more houses being built especially it, locally
2: yeah now think about it so if we talk about the average sale price being four hundred and sixteen thousand or something like that in our market, okay. And if most people are locked in at four percent or less, because I think it's like, well, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Thirty some, thirty one percent are completely paid for, and then another three percent right. were at a rate below four percent. So yes. you know, I mean, most mortgages are are below four percent. Well, just going from that. Rate that they're at now, whether it's 3.5, 3.75, 3.99, if they're raising up almost three points and they're going to, you know, 5.75 or 5.99, or I mean, excuse me, 6.75 or 6.99, that's going to add like a thousand dollars onto their mortgage payment, and a thousand bucks a month is a lot of money, and people are saying, geez, you know, for that money, we're going to stay put, and that's where the the backlog is in the inventory because people are just making do whether they want to downsize or upsize they're just making do because they don't want that added dollar amount on their mortgage
1: but i will argue this that if you're looking at that average home of four hundred some thousand dollars a good chunk of the people with that rate of under four percent have a lot of equity in those homes Exactly. And so their mortgage that's not <wouldn't> what they're <be>.
2: thinking about. Exactly. You are so smart. So they're going to not be borrowing as much money as they right. did the time that they're on the one now. So that's why they have to talk to me. That's why they have to talk to their lender and they have to find out what do the real numbers look like? Because they might be pleasantly surprised at the fact that, oh, my gosh, I can do this and it's not going to choke me at all. You know, it'll be fine.
1: I'm, you know, this is me just throwing out a crazy idea for the home builders. Yeah. What have they self-financed?
2: Yeah. I mean, and some of them do. I mean, it's not unheard of. And sometimes, you know, there's two options when you go in and do a new construction either the builder can take out the loan or the person buying the house can take out the loan. And if the builder takes out the loan, then you settle up with him when the house is done. Right. So you're not paying interest throughout the way. So there are, you know, pluses and minuses to both. But again, these are all things that people don't know a lot about and don't understand deeply. So if they have curiosity or questions, that's the perfect time to call and have a phone conversation or set up face-to-face meeting up and just talk through it.
1: Yeah, especially when you consider the equity part of it. Because even with the higher interest rates, if you are taking out a smaller mortgage, your payments could be the same or even less than what you're paying right now.
2: Correct correct. For the house that you want. It's the principle. But then I tell people, so then marry the house and date the mortgage, right? (laughs) So in a couple of years, when a better mortgage comes along or a couple of months or a year or whenever it happens, then you ditch that mortgage and you refinance. But you at least were able to lock into the house that you wanted and not wait for it until if you wait. Okay. Let's say we wait two years. And let's say in those two years the interest rates drop by one and a half percent. You're like, oh, okay, look at me. Now my payments are gonna be fifteen hundred dollars less than they would have been or or whatever. Well, did you pay more for the house in two years from now? Yep, you yep. sure did because the prices are going up. And once those rates drop and the market heats up again, because remember The experts are predicting 2025 is going to be a killer year in real estate, booming, booming business. Okay, so right after the election year and if you get back into the market where you got to be one of 11 or one of 12 offers, are you paying more than the asking price? You sure are by quite a bit oftentimes. So do you really come out money ahead by waiting? It is pretty, it's it's arguable, okay? I, yeah. I'm, I'm not convinced that you are saving anything.
1: I think in a lot of circumstances, you could argue you're not at all because that prediction of the heating up housing market next year was based on a fairly modest decrease in mortgage rates. Correct. We're not going back to 3%. We're not,
2: we're not going back. We're absolutely you're
1: going not. down to maybe 6%.
2: Yeah, and hopefully, I mean, hopefully less. I mean, I think that some of the the big guys who I follow who really do know their business are saying maybe five and a half by the okay. end of 2024. Who knows? Still so not 3%.
1: It's not
2: 3%. <laughs> it is not. But, yeah, I All say, right. like I say, just take the house, and when a better one comes along, then you get it. Again, yeah. the, don't tell me you have to take a break. Yeah, we do. Oh,
1: okay. But you also need to get T-shirts made so that when you go to conferences and things, you yeah. can marry the house, not and the rate. the to the rate. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly.
1: All right. We do have to take that break. We'll be back in a moment with Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group Remax Results on New Stock 1340,
0: KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome to Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
1: Welcome back. News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. On this absolutely beautiful Saturday morning, and we took the break we were talking about interest rate imagine <laughs> interest rates, mortgages
2: we talk a lot about that equity it's just all the rave that's what people are talking about and you know, I honestly think that one of the biggest roadblocks you know people say this is a peculiar market or it's a it's an odd market they don't say that it's a bad market because it's not a bad market the statistics prove that but they say it's different or it's strange and i think honestly what has caused the problems is all of the mainstream media and just what you listen to as far as if you only you know we've talked about this if you only read headlines you are not getting the whole story right right you the headlines are always meant to grab your attention or sound so much worse than they are or you know add a little drama and the truth is is like when you hear things like oh you know new construction is down it's down 17 percent compared to a year ago yeah it is down 17 percent compared to a year ago but it's up 12.5% 12.5 percent month over month in the Midwest from last month this is this is a good sign this is what's going on now you know the builders are out there building they're busy
1: All, another aspect of the mainstream media part of it is they're largely based on the coasts
2: exactly
1: and those are the two locations where the housing market is probably not as healthy as it is in the rest of the country because their prices spiked so high during the pandemic.
2: Right. When you hear, you know, like I think over the course of two years, some of those places values increased by over 50 percent cumulatively two years back to back. So when we hear that their prices have dropped by 10 percent, okay, they're still up 40 (laughs) percent, they're still high. Okay, so nothing bad. If anything, we got to hear more. They're coming down. They're coming down because. It's crazy how fast some of those markets increased.
1: So you were in the hotbed of all of this in Austin last weekend. Was it yeah. evident that the...
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I actually got together with one of my good friends. That's one of the best things about... Working for Remax is, you know, I, I get to travel a lot and go to a lot of meetings with the rest of the elite members of Remax, which is the top 1% producing agents in the country. And we go to these meetings and we pick each other's brains and we learn about each other's markets and we learn what to do. And it's kind of, it's kind of, uh, helpful to be in the Midwest because I can pretty much learn about what's coming our way before it gets here because things tend to start on the coast and work their way to the middle. Sure. So we learn a lot, you know, from what they experience. And I happen to um, just through facebook made a post that i was in austin and one of my remax friends who's from houston happened to be at her cabin which is her lake home which is in lake travis which was literally 20 minutes from my hotel so she's like oh my gosh can we get together so for two hours we sat and talked about work it felt like five minutes but it was just so awesome to hear about their market and they kind of um started out a little hotter than we did And now they're kind of cooling off as we're warming up, you know, so you think about the wave, right? But then again, when we were, when they were hotter than us, their weather was more optimal than ours because it was, you know, December, January, February, Minnesota weather versus texas weather and then think about now where it's 100 108 degrees 30 days in a row or whatever yeah i'm not going out looking at houses either but here it's like a prime time so there's a lot of factors that factor in but she said overall their year is going to be about 20 percent down from last year and i think that's what the majority of the agents around here are experiencing as well hmm. so not that different but i mean they're they're middle of the country
1: as well but the reasons might be a little bit different right Mm -hmm. we're we're still stuck in that quagmire of just not enough homes to sell yeah
2: we definitely are and i think it sounded like they're having a little bit of inventory um supply issue as well and their builders hadn't been building but have been picking up too so i think um yeah i think we're We have good things, you know, coming ahead for sure.
1: I wonder if any of the folks who moved from Southern California to Austin, Texas are having buyer's remorse after this hot, hot summer.
2: I met a lot of people. um, I went there for a birthday party. There were like four people at the party that had moved from California. So I was very interested in that whole thing and kind of curious as to why. You know, what was the draw? And a lot of it was just they feel like Austin, Texas is so small town
0: <laughs> compared to
2: LA area which you know I guess everything is relative but they said the traffic is so much better here and the people are so much nicer and it's not as crowded, not as busy and I'm thinking geez, you should come to Rochester <laughs> I know, I, I didn't say it, don't worry I did let our secret out like if you want even less traffic and even fewer people and even nicer people I know the place
1: yeah. <laughs> i know that in montana and colorado there are a lot of people i wish we never told them about us
2: i know right (laughs) it is so funny
1: that is true but it's it is interesting to see where they're at and the reasons behind it and and you've always pointed out that we locally here in rochester and the surrounding area have been blessed because we have this economic powerhouse sitting right in downtown Rochester that can, regardless of what is happening, you're guaranteed to have some churn no matter what.
2: Absolutely. And because um, it's such a transitional place, whether people are just coming to do four years of residency or four years of fellowship, and they know they're leaving when they're done, or people come just to get Mayo Clinic on their resume, or they live here for a while, but then when it's time to start a family, they want to be back home closer to growing up with grandparents and cousins. I mean, there's so many factors, but... Because of it, there's just lots of coming and going, lots of coming and going. And, of course, for a real estate market, that's, you know, prime.
1: That's perfect. Perfect. All right. And we do have to take another break already. All right. Back in a moment with Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group Remax Results. It's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
0: We'll be right back with Robin Gualtney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gualtney from Gualtney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
1: Good morning and welcome back. Robin Gualtney with Gualtney Group Remax Results. On Newstack 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Amy Brownell and this is the time of the day where I ask you if you have any listings for us, Robin.
2: Well, you know, there's a couple that I want to talk about today that are not residential listings, but we have a couple of what I would call low-end commercial opportunities. So some people who are starting up a business or, you know, thinking about it, they start to look at some of the prices of commercial real estate and that can kind of change them, change their mind in a hurry. Right. So locally we have a place down on main street in Preston and it's the cutest little place. And it is, are you ready for this? I am 69 nine. What? Yeah. It's a cute little storefront. Absolutely adorable and it is, um, it was built in 1900. It sits on .05, so it's, you know, small, 1307 square feet. So the whole thing, it's just building on the land. It's not like there's a yard around it. And it is, let's see how, I'm trying to see how big it is. It's been on the market for just a little over a week. So it's, but it is still available as of right now. Well, I can see the cute little picture, but it doesn't. Oh yeah, here we go. It's just about nine hundred square feet, so it's just a cute little storefront in Preston that you could call your own for sixty nine nine. Hmm. The address take is one o four Main Street Southwest.
1: Take care. Um, take advantage of that being the well one of the entryways into the whole scenic. What they call yeah, it's it pretty Driftless busy down there. Area, Driftless yeah,
2: area. yeah. I think it's pretty pretty busy. A lot of people, you know, visit down there. Oh and,
1: yeah, the summer. Yeah. It's yeah, one of the cool. It used to be one of the best kept secrets. Right. And now the people yeah, in, in Twin Cities know about it now.
2: Yeah, and now it's out. Secrets out. God, got <laughs> it. Here we go again. Social media. We'll blame it all on social
0: media.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, then we have a place. This is unusual for me. This is in Hamburg, Minnesota and the address is 340 Railroad Street. And this one is three units, and it's 6,000 square foot building, a big brick building, actually looks kind of similar to the one I own in Wabasha. It's like a whole city block long, and um, built in 1900. And this one is currently for sale for 315,000. So, um, I've mentioned before that we have Michael Floyd on our team, and he's such a great guy, and he's uh, he offices up in the cities. So he does some of those Twin Cities properties and, and above. So he has that listing. And he told me yesterday that um, he has quite a big following on his uh, social media. So one of his coaches from notre dame reached out to him and told him that he's building his portfolio and he was interested in more information on that building so he sent it out so i was jokingly making fun of social media but wow it's such a powerful tool
1: and we have you know we talk about houses a lot as far as right being an investment and you know the bank account you live in but real estate investment real estate is still a Very
2: uh, effective
1: wealth builder. And I think there's
2: some deals to be had out there because, you know, some people just fold the doors during COVID and then they end up with buildings that they have left to sell. So, yeah, I think if that was ever at the back of your mind and you were ever thinking about, oh, gosh, is now the time to buy a building and and have my, you no, know, some of them just want to own the building and rent them out to renters and other people might want to start a business. But anyway, a couple of very affordable opportunities in two different parts of the state right there.
1: Yeah, you could use one to store your stuff. I mean, oh, it's like...
2: If you got that much stuff, let's have another conversation.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> my my husband would be uh, like, you're not buying any buildings to store stuff. I'm going to talk to you about that right now. But let's just talk one for a quick minute. Do we have a couple of minutes? Yeah, we we, we do. Okay. So I just want people to understand, homes are still selling really fast, okay? On average across the nation in the month of July, um, homes took an average of 20 days to sell, which was a little bit up because in the month of June, it was 18 days. And a year ago in July, it was actually eight days. So 20 days is still really quick sale.
1: It's three weeks.
2: Three weeks. So you better be ready. Okay.
1: That's too fast. Uh,
2: When you get that house, right. When you get that house on the market, I have been telling people, you know, if it's priced right and you are showing it in good condition, we are still going to get an offer. Now, of course, there are higher price ranges that are going to be a little different. But in that really sweet spot, we're going to get an offer in less than 30 days. And when you can go in there and say that confidently, that is a good thing. So the market is great. Um, Homes are still bringing, you know, full price or very close to it, sometimes over full price because we are still seeing some multiple offers. But I think in the future, that's only going to get worse because as those rates start to go down, we're going to see more and more buyers coming back into the market, more people fighting for the same properties. And then, of course, price goes up.
1: And I think we talked about this last week, too, but I'll throw it out there again, because we talked about the mainstream media, the way they cover the real estate market and interest rates, particularly there. That's when you were talking about that rate, it was a national rate. Right. And that that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with what the rates are here.
2: That's true I have not I have not locked in one single buyer throughout this whole thing for above seven percent so when they say you know rates are above seven percent well maybe they are somewhere but that that is not what we've been experiencing and sure rates are up they're up two and a half three and a half percent from where they were a year ago okay but guess what else home prices are up in the Midwest three point nine percent from where they were a year ago
1: that's what I mean, for the people selling the homes, that's wonderful.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but for the people waiting for the rates to drop, yeah, it's a news flash. it's yes. a reality. It's that they're not just sitting there holding firm at the same price, they're not going down, they are continuing to go up. So there's more to focus on than just the interest rate. And the best advice I can give anybody is focus on your budget. What is yep. your budget for your cost of, you know, where you're going to be living? I was, this is a little off track, but I was so surprised to find out that a friend of ours who has three children in daycare pays $4,000 a month for daycare. Oh, yeah. $4,000 a month.
1: I know, I know. uh, Sticker shock, I know.
2: So I'm like, okay, I am way out of daycare years, clearly. But um, but Thank goodness. Thank goodness, because I'm thinking, I don't know that that would have fit my budget. But they make it fit their budget by spending less on other things. And, you know, you have to do what you have to do. So, therefore, some people have kids. Some people have car payments. Some people have school debt. You have to know what your budget is and what do you have to spend to rent or buy each month, right? And if it's buy, it's similar to looking at what you have to rent. It's just that now it becomes a benefit to you in so many ways, in so many ways. So if there's that number that you're comfortable with, let's talk about it. Let's see if there's a way you can convert that from a rent payment to a mortgage payment and really put you in a much better position financially.
1: Probably the best move you'll ever make. So if they want if they want to have that conversation with you, how do they get a hold of you, Robin?
2: Absolutely. Please call me on my cell phone anytime, and that number is 507-259-4926. I'd love to talk to you.
1: Fantastic. You enjoy the rest of the weekend, and I will talk again next week.
2: Sounds great. You do the same.
1: All right, Robin. Robin Gualtney with Gualtney Group Remax Results. News Talk 1340, K R O C A M N 9698.